What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have an awesome show for you today. We have a little bit of Red Sox talk, NFL preseason, Sarah and I's first fight, how we really feel about Trevor Bauer. So let's go. Y'all know what it is. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitated. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I'd like it. What's up, everybody? And welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, hello. How's it going? Oh, we're doing amazing. How are we doing? Pretty good. Can't complain. Like, crazy day, but no no complaints here. Um, I'm drinking a night shift seltzer, so I guess I really can't complain. This week, I've got the Hoot Limeade. I think this one's my favorite so far, just because I'm kind of like a sucker for anything lime. What are you drinking this week, Syrah? So this week I'm drinking a White Claw iced tea peach. I actually have not tried the iced tea ones yet, so but I do like peach, so I guess we'll find out if it's worth it or not right about now. Hey, good? Oh, you haven't had Let's it see. yet. Okay. No, I haven't had it. I'll test it out right now. Dun, dun, dun. It's good. Okay. All right. I think it's the peach. I'm a big peach fan, so I think that's what did it in for me. Sarah's a sucker for peach. Heard that. So this last weekend, you were lucky enough to travel with the PLL. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Oh, it was amazing. Kendra knows I was having the time of my life out there. (laughs) (laughs) I was in Albany. And so it was the last weekend for the PLL's regular season. It kind of determined what the seating would be going into the playoffs coming this weekend, as well as there is that do or die elimination game between the cannons and the Chrome for who gets the seventh seed. And obviously I am a big cannons fan and they pulled off the victory. I put my um, unbiased journalism aside and was unbiased. Being a- <laughs> yeah. As you know, always unbiased, but I was fully being a fan of the cannons and it worked out in my favor, but yeah, no, it was an awesome weekend. They do such a good job there, and I'm super excited for playoffs. Kendra is super excited for playoffs. Everyone here should be. I watched you go fill out their bracket. I, watched, I know. Oh, I'm so happy. I'll fill out a bracket, but I watched a whole game, Sarah, during an NFL game. I watched <laughs> it on my computer. That is love and dedication to you and I say Sergio. That is that is straight up like love and affection for you two and you two only. I just need everyone to know that as soon as the Redwoods game started, I think it was within the first five minutes, Kendra was like, oh yeah, like I'm actually watching this game. And Sergio launches like a two-point goal. I was like, of course, of course that just happened. He knew. He totally knew. 
He knew. <laughs> he had to know. I mean, like he he wanted he didn't follow me back on Twitter or Instagram. Like whatever. I'm only a little heartbroken, but it doesn't set back our love for any reason at all. Um, but he probably saw my tweet and was like, "Damn, this girl's gonna be watching me this weekend," even though he didn't follow me back and doesn't know I exist. That's what I'm telling myself. Um, and I kind of really not even just for him. Like I feel like I am a lacrosse fan now, and I kind of want to go watch the PLL. Oh, oh we can make that happen. <laughs> Sarah's got me, Sarah's got me addicted to the PLL apparently. So, um, fuck it. We all, I am now, yep. One person down. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Doing that lacrosse. Hop on. I would say I'm hopping on the soccer bandwagon. You all have to hop on. That was our deal. That was our deal. (laughs) Yes. That was our deal. Okay. Look how it's working out. It's, it's going, um, I had a gratin when I was Chickacrit. I will fill out a bracket for you and for you alone. And are the web snakes still in it? Yes, they're still in it. Yes. Fat they're, cock playing the Let's go. <gasps> they're playing the Redwoods, actually. They're playing the Redwoods. Sarah, I think I just died inside. I literally, my soul just left my fucking body. Like, this is my worst nightmare. Can I wear, I can I put, can I wear like a, I'm going to get like a custom whip snakes t-shirt, but put Sergio's <laughs> name and number on the back. Is that like incognito enough? I think so. I think we could do that. I, <laughs> I saw some wild shirts there this weekend. So I think you would just blend right in, honestly. Okay. So I like to play this game called high, low hero. And basically it's your high of the weekend, your low of the weekend, and like your unexpected hero, which is like something good that happened that like you weren't expecting. So high, low hero, give it to me. For this weekend? Okay. Mm -hmm. High definitely being cannons pulled off the win. So that's what my main focus was. Low, first night I got there, first night of games, it was Friday night. I think you probably saw, I was posting them all on Twitter the rain turned into like hail turned into monsoon I thought the apocalypse was coming <laughs> I was like am I like going down here in Albany New York <laughs> <laughs> and the like delay was like over two hours they didn't start gameplay again until 10 and that was still the first game and they played the second game after so it was like 1 a.m and I was like all right off to a hot start here <laughs> fantastic but no I really thought I was like, holy shit, like it's going down. <laughs> it, it, yeah. What was your, you had one tweet that had me dying. It was like, do you ever feel like a plastic tent drifting through the wind or something? I fucking was like, all right, I love this girl. <laughs> it was one of the tents on the field and it just everything because the wind is so strong. <laughs> just started like ripping it across the field. It's just like slowly tumbling across. I was just like zooming in on it. Like, <laughs> do you ever feel like a plastic tent? <laughs> okay. All right. Hero. Give it to me, sis. Hero. Am I allowed to say Chris Sale? Cause that's, that's my answer. No, no, you cannot say Chris <laughs> Sale when no, nope, ah. he's not a PLL player or I don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. All right. PLL player. All right. Hmm. Or just like an event that happened. Okay. Me liking lacrosse can be it. Okay, well, that's definitely it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All I wanted out of this whole thing, I'm like, I just want to get one person on board so I have someone to talk to about it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's- so you literally texted me and after Sergio scored and you were like, something, something, and you were like, and he's a midfielder. He's got stamina. And I was like, I am high-key sweaty. <laughs> like, so I was sweaty. Product. 
I was I'm selling the product. <laughs> I am blushing and sweating even now. I know Anyways. my audience. I knew what I had to do. <laughs> I like I said before, I'll say it again. I would call him daddy. Um, but before I get even more sweaty and awkward and con- uncomfortable, we'll move on to the Red Sox so we don't talk about him for three hours. Um, okay. Chris Sale, give it to me. Well, Chris Sale looks good. Yeah. That's about- <laughs> So the Yankees. The Red, the Red Sox kind of sucked the life out of me. Honestly, God, I have not sat down, just directly watched the Red Sox and not done anything else since last Wednesday. I think it was when they had that blowout win against the Rays, like 20 to 8. Mm-hmm. I did, I was streaming the Chris Sale start as I was working and I just kept checking in and stuff. And then I saw the highlights after. And yesterday I was like, oh, like there's double header today. Like maybe I'll like, tune into that. And by the time the first game started, I was still not home. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Then I saw the outcome of it. I was like, you know what? I am not going to ruin my own night. I'm not watching the second game, which is unheard of for me. Mm-hmm. But I just, I chose myself. I chose my mental stability instead. <laughs> Good for you. Prioritizing mental health. I mean, now that like the standings are shaken up, like what do you think needs to change? Because I, I'm so confused. Some nights they're, you know, putting up mad numbers and other nights like they can't even get a hit. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Well, it sucks because I feel like all of a sudden we finally figure out starting rotation. Like I feel good about our starting rotation right now. You know, I think everyone did, even though, yeah, everything's evened out, you know, Perez Richards in the bullpen. We have Chris sale back Tanner, Howe finally like got himself a permanent spot in that rotation. You know, now your rotation has guys that can go like the five innings and whatnot. But then all of a sudden these bats that for the first half of the year, were just like number one offensively all throughout the league. You are lucky to get like one game a week where they're alive and they're so alive that one game a week, but then the rest of the week you get nothing. You're lucky to get like maybe three runs and the bullpen's just been exhausted. It's like everyone that's been like Barnes, Ottavino, um, what's his face, Garrett Whitlock. It's normal, obviously, for guys to have downturns and just kind of have slumps like that happens, but it's all happening at the same time Mm -hmm. and happening at the worst possible time of the year, too, which, again, obviously, they don't choose for that. Like, anyone that's like, oh, it's because they didn't get, um, Bloom didn't show that he cares, doesn't think they can win at the trade deadline. You're like, no, that's not, everyone who thinks that is on crack. That's not what players think. I really just think it's bad timing with people being in slumps and, yeah. The bats are just tough to watch, yeah. honestly. I mean, some of the base running too. Yeah. I mean, Cor- yeah. Are you talking about Jaron Duran? I- I'm thinking of yesterday. I saw that clip of Hunter Renfro. You know how much mm. I love Hunter Renfro. That yeah. one hurt me. That was big. That was a big moment. Well, I mean, Cora doesn't seem that concerned. Like, how, on a scale of one to 10, like, how concerned are you? I'm probably like a six right now. Okay, it does fair. bother me, but I'm not fully panicked yet because of what it's. August 18th we have till September 30th no one thought we were going to win the division the Rays the Rays are the Rays we're still right at the Yankees neck you know that wild card race is going to be a bloodbath till the very end Mm -hmm. well I'm sorry you're going through hell but the Giants are playing (laughs) so well four games ahead of the Dodgers the curse is over Chris Bryant is gone Crawford signed to a two-year extension Longoria is coming back we're winning the fucking World Series yeah, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what if, okay, hypothetical, beyond hypothetical here. If the okay. Red Sox play the Giants in the World Series, which like probably will not happen, like a 10% chance that this happens. 
How much yeah. are we willing to spend to go to the game? Oh my God. I am willing to drop. Uh, I know my mom's listening to this and is going to be disgusted by my answer. I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep I, it out. Yeah, I'm willing to drop at least 1K. At least. <laughs> okay. Is that like on a game seven or like just any game? Um, We need a sugar daddy. I know. Seriously. A seltzer Maybe daddy. I have talked all that shit about PayPig. Damn <laughs> it. Upset. Did you We're see sorry. that? Upset. Yes. I'm sorry. Can you, um, yeah, I'm sorry. We're sorry. Can you send us to the world Whatever. series? <laughs> sorry, pay, pay. Yeah. Maybe I won't pay that much for game one, but like later in the series, absolutely. I would pay that much. How many feet pictures do we have to sell to get to the world series? <laughs> I'd say at least 20. <laughs> I mean, I have sent three for a hundred dollars on more than one occasion so if you would like pictures of my feet slide in my dm serious inquiries only or email us at saturdays and seltzers <laughs> at gmail.com um anyways business inquiries only business inquiries only <laughs> <laughs> i actually do have a bone to pick with you though because i saw okay. That you are a Jack Edwards stan. Okay, stan might be pushy a little bit, but <laughs> I do like Jack Edwards. I shamelessly like Jack Edwards. I love him. I think he'd be very irritating at times, but there's no one else I'd rather have calling Bruins home games just because I'm like, he is the biggest homer I've ever seen on broadcast television. And when you're a Bruins fan, I think it's fantastic. I don't know how anyone else in the world is able to watch him. If you're not a Bruins fan, I think I my ears would bleed out because he's nuts. And I think he's- That's how I feel. <laughs> Sometimes it kind of seems like he's under the influence on the broadcast. I brought this up because of your tweet about his milk carton. I have a feeling Jackson's about to bark because my roommate's coming home. So this might be our clip of the week. Um, but I feel like he, <laughs> do you know who Chris Collinsworth is? I know the name. Yeah. Okay. He, he does NFL with Boomer, but he's kind of like the Jack Edwards of the NFL. And that's all I can think of, but I definitely prefer Chris Collinsworth over him, but I feel like he's just like a polarizing person in a way. Like you either love him or you hate him. He's just wild, but I I do appreciate the fact that he drives back and forth from Connecticut for the games. Yeah, that's nuts. That's dedication. And actually, I got a funny story. I wouldn't say it was a Twitter fight, but it was a bit of a Twitter altercation with a former MLB pitcher. He's now retired. Phil Hughes he used to pitch for the Yankees. And I guess he's a really big Tampa Bay Lightning fan. And somehow one of my tweets about Jack Edwards popped up on his timeline. No idea how. And he responded to it. He's like, I hope you know Jack Edwards is the worst broadcaster in all of the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I like, I appreciate that he's quirky, but like, I kind of agree. Again, if I was a Bruins fan, I probably would very much agree. But to me, I'm like, this guy's so funny. You know, he's so quotable. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. But there is times, like, especially when they're losing or there are times when he's like, oh, this call is so I'm like, no, that that was a fair call. All right. I get it. Even I'm not that much of a homer. I'm, okay, I'm a okay. homer. <laughs> okay. The other issue I had with you this week was you tweeted about Cardi B and Lizzo's <laughs> new song and being disappointed that Cardi B was in it. And I am the biggest Cardi B fan. I freaking love Cardi B. I think she's hilarious. What is your beef with Cardi? My beef with Cardi is I'm a barb, okay? Oh my God. I, Sarah, I literally hate barb. that take. I hate that take. <laughs> Cardi is 10 times better than Nikki. Barb, stay in school. 
Oh <laughs> you my heard God. That. This is our personality. This is the yin and yang of podcasting right here. This is really it. <laughs> I'm going to post a poll. I'm going to be like Cardi Nikki because that's the worst take. That is worse than your Jack Edwards take. No, that is my best take. Nikki over <laughs> everyone. That's my best oh take. I my. buy it. Nikki's like barely <laughs> even a rapper. Are you kidding me? Best female rapper. <laughs> um, oh my God. If anybody, it's Missy Elliott, okay? Okay, okay. It, but like currently, Nikki trumps I, all. Flo Millie's better than Nicki Minaj. Have you I seen the Flo vine? Man, but she's. Have you seen the vine that's like Jinky Minaj? Yeah, <laughs> that's all I think of when I hear her name. <laughs> that one really no, got Sarah. me. Nikki, Nikki's number one. Nikki's my queen. I'm a Barb through and through. Barb's stand <sighs> together. Barb's rise. <laughs> All right. Well, we will we will put up a poll for the people. Next, I want to talk about preseason football. Um, did you watch any of it? Did you watch the Pats? I saw the highlights from the Pats preseason football. Okay. I drove through the traffic for it one day. <laughs> okay. What what did you think about the highlights? Um, to me, it looks like everyone that was like, oh, it's Mac Jones' job. It looks like that was incorrect. It definitely looks like it is most certainly Cam Newton's job to lose. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mac Jones there. Honestly, because again, you know, I'm very bare minimum casual fan. Like I follow Patriots, no one else. And when people are like, oh, Mac Jones is going to be starting week one, I was like, that seems kind of soon. And then I saw the highlights. I was like, yeah, that was definitely jumping the gun there. That is Cam Newton's job. <laughs> I I think it's Cam Newton's job to lose only because I think that obviously Mac Jones is the future. And he played, yeah. I think he did play better than Cam. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, is that I, th- I think that by week three or four, it'll be Mac's job. And honestly, all they really need mm-hmm. him to be this season is a game manager and a ball distributor. And I think that he's good enough to do that. And I don't know, you, Cam's just so unpredictable and he's just inconsistent. So I feel like it's his job to lose. And if he, I mean, I don't know if you saw his post-game presser, but I was like dying about his comment about Chase Young being smaller than he thought. But I just, I don't know. I can't, I think that Cam is over the hump. And I think that just out of principle alone, mm-hmm. Bill won't start a rookie. So I think Cam will start the first yeah. game no matter how he plays the rest of the offseason. But I mean, it's, it's going to be Max team by the end of the season. And I wholeheartedly believe that. See, like I am excited to see, because I feel like last season, Newton kind of got screwed coming into New England and I know he was not good last season that was very obvious to anyone but I'm like he didn't get signed to Whaley he really didn't have the weapons he needed he had COVID and who knows how he was feeling after COVID what that whole thing was yeah I am excited to see what he does this season but yeah I do think you're right by what maybe week three week four it's probably going to be more Mac Jones team than Cam Newton's yeah, because I think they're set up to be successful either way. And I really, I mean, yeah, I really, I really don't think you can go wrong with either one. I feel like their struggles are sort of similar. Um, but I think mm-hmm. that you have to give Mac that time to develop, especially because I think the Patriots could make the postseason. I think the Bills are gonna win that yeah. division, but it's not that the Patriots couldn't or that they won't make the postseason. Um, the AFC really isn't that crazy to me right now. So I, I think that's really realistic for them to bank on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that the Patriots are set up for success either way. I think they have a decent amount of depth. A lot of their defense is back. 
Um, the only thing is, is that I've seen some like noticeable injuries and I don't know if that's bill being bill or just listing people as questionable that could be impact players. Like both of their starting tight ends, they picked up or listed as questionable. Another thing I saw that was interesting was that James white is set at their third string running back right now behind, um, Damian Harris and Sony Michelle, which I thought was kind of interesting because he obviously is their vet at that position. And he's so good at third down. Yeah. Um, and like conversion and stuff. So I don't know. I thought that was a little strange, but I could see it. Like he's getting older, probably letting the the younger kids do a bit of the work. But um, yeah, I think the Patriots will be fine. Old is he um, now? Oh God, I don't. I say because that means like he is kind of old. Yeah, yeah, he's been around for a hot minute, but he's still playing so well. And I, I mean, yeah. like I'm not concerned about their run game. Um, I, I doubt you watch the Jags, but I know you know that Tim Tebow got cut. Thank God, I did. Yes, thank. <laughs> Is that like, I mean, I know I'm saying thank God, which like might sound like a joke, but I'm like wholeheartedly serious. Um, But Trevor Lawrence. Okay. I tweeted that Trevor Lawrence's first play ever as a Jaguar was a sack and that I would remember it. And all of these people were like, if you hate it, leave blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. It's not his first play. Yada, yada. It, it was his first play in a Jaguars uniform. I don't really give a shit if it's preseason. And I did like a follow-up tweet and I was like, well guys, I, it's just, I realized that it's preseason, but that's not a take. That's a fact. Like that just, it is what it is. And so leave me alone. <laughs> but I like, he didn't play bad. Like his, his uh, pass to, I think it was Marvin Jones was great. It was like, I, I'm not worried about him. Minshew's playing well, Tebow's off the team. And you know what? Like people think that I just like hate Tebow and I don't, it's just that I like, I would love for him to find a spot in the organization. Just, I don't want him taking up a roster spot. Like I just, I straight up don't, I don't think that he deserves it. We just drafted a tight end from freaking Ohio state. Like who's competing for a like spot on the team. He was competing for a fourth string spot. Like it's just, it's not the risk reward wasn't high enough for me. And I'm glad that I'm not glad that he didn't play well, but I'm glad that it was kind of exposed that he is too old to learn how to play a new position. Well, no, I think that's entirely fair because that was kind of the same deal last year when, again, he was on the Mets minor league roster for all those years, taking a spot from guys who worked their ass off all throughout college, all throughout independent league, whatever, just trying to get that spot. And it reached a point, like, he was not putting up any decent numbers. Like, he was not going to be called up anytime soon to save the freaking Mets. You kind of just reach the point, like, all right, you're doing this for like ticket sales and jerseys, like absolutely. That's his all jersey, it is. yeah. His jersey was like the number one seller in like the pro shop for a long time. I also got a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I had my fantasy draft last night, and I drafted James Robinson and Travis Etienne, who are the Jaguars running backs. And so many people were giving me shit for that. I'm like, James Robinson was the best rookie rusher last year. Okay, and. Like Travis Etienne is going to be fine. He played at Clemson. He has Trevor. They know how they play together. And so I'm like, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be running the ball a ton this year. We have a rookie quarterback. It doesn't really, and and our O-line kind of sucks. So like, I'm so okay with drafting them. And it's not like I didn't draft any depth, but people were giving me such shit. And I'm like, it is not an insane thing to draft running backs on a team with a rookie quarterback. Like, are you insane? I was, I was reading the replies to tweet. Yeah, you're getting kind of roasted, huh? And I don't get for what? Like for what? James Robinson has proved that he can play. And I think Travis Etienne's going to be fine. And I'm pretty sure he's the starter on the depth chart right now. So suck my dick. Like straight up. Honestly, I'm probably going to need a second one of these. I'm like, this is like the only night of the week I've been drinking. So mm-hmm. we just party on Wednesdays. Oh, I have a second one on deck, but it's not the same White Claw. It's like a Truly or something. 
Oh, well, we'll have to, if you open it, let me know. We'll, we'll see what it is. Um, yeah. Also this week, Marcus Smart signed a four-year, $77 million deal to stay with the Celtics through the 25-26 season. Um, he's the longest tenured Celtic with seven years on the team. Um, 2021 was career high in points with 13.1, sis 5.7, and 32.9 minutes per game. Do you have any thoughts? I will say when I saw, because I got the notification on my phone, I think through Sports Center or something, there are a very select amount of Celtics players I know the name of, and everyone's like, you need to like this person, you need to know this person. I got that notification, and I was with someone, I was like, Marcus Smart just signed a deal with the Celtics, and they're like, do you know what you're like? I was like, no, we love Marcus Smart. That's what I know. <laughs> I don't need to know anything else. I know that's good news and we're happy about it. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Fantastic. Go off queen. Sarah now loves the NBA. So well, I, did I love see- the NBA. Sarah loves basketball. I saw that the front <laughs> office said that they want to make him a primary playmaker. And I was kind of shocked that they decided to keep him. I, I really, really was convinced that they were going to shop him. I literally was on the phone talking about it when I got the notification, just because I feel like the Tatum and Brown chemistry is stronger than the chemistry he has with either of those two. So I figured that they would shop mm-hmm. him and then maybe try and find someone to have better chemistry with those three, just because like, the East is so, so strong right now that I feel like if you're going to get out of it, you have to have like damn near a perfect team. And I I thought that they would try and find that chemistry somewhere, but maybe the plan is to have them all grow together. Um, I know, I know Tatum is signed through the 25, 26 season as well, but Brown is only signed to 23, 24 season. So me, I mean, like I said, maybe they're just planning to grow the team together since the East is so tough for a hot minute, maybe try and get out of it. I don't know, but Either way, I think that even if they do make it out of the East, which I don't think that they will, there's no way anyone's getting past the Lakers. And honestly, I don't think in reality, anyone's getting past Brooklyn in the East. So good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to them. Uh, (laughs) Maybe a few years down the road, like you said, if they're building for the future and all these guys are like building this young core. I mean, you know better than I get it. I'm like, okay, I know Marcus Smart. I know Jason Tatum. I know Brown. (laughs) I know those big three there. And then I also recognize that they're what they get an as cancer. <laughs> they have a new head coach too. Like- um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a Celtics fan. I'm a Bucks fan, which speaking of how hilarious that their banner night is against the Nets. I think that's like the biggest fuck you <laughs> because like the Nets sh- totally should have won this year. And they just, that, that game to get past them was just insane. So I think that's like the ultimate fuck you. And I think it's so funny. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, we'll see. Like, I don't hate the Celtics. I'm just obviously not a Celtics fan. But um, if the Bucks go down, I'd obviously root for them. I'm just, I'm curious what their plan is here because it's not what I expected them to do. The Celtics? Yeah. Yeah. If anyone knows. <laughs> and that's Sarah talking NBA. <laughs> So if anyone knows, uh, comment down below. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't, we can't comment on this. <laughs> Reply. Say something. And that's Sarah talking <laughs> basketball. And we're going to move into Sarah talking soccer. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sarah, did you pick a Premier League team? Okay. So my question for you. Okay. Because I'm a thousand percent going. Here are the two things I'm going off of. Uniforms. I like, yes. I like cool, pretty uniforms. And, you know, I like bright colors especially. So. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find that correct team, 
but also I don't like teams. Like if I'm going to pick a team, I don't want them to be like, oh, this is the best team in the league. I'm going to follow them. Cause that sounds fun. I kind of okay. like the bottom of the barrel type teams. You feel me? Like they give you a little bit of hope, but it's unlikely. So I'm trying to narrow down and figure out what that team would be. Okay. So, all right. Well, Premier League came back last week. So there you go. If you want, I mean, that's the thing. I see if you were picking off of uniforms, I totally would have thought that you would be like a city fan just because their colors are like bright blue. And then it would be hilarious because uh-huh. I like their rival, but they're actually really good. Um, so uh-huh. I don't know. Don't pick Arsenal, whatever you do, or I'll cry. Okay. I'm like looking at, I'm just going off the of logos right now. Okay. Just look at the Premier League. Okay. Holy shit. There's a lot of teams. <laughs> Oh, Norwich City. They have a cute logo as a bird. Okay. Okay. Tottenham also has a bird. I liked Liverpool, but I feel like a lot of people like Liverpool. And also that I associate that too much with like John Henry. So I kind of want to board that. (laughs) Okay. All right. So off of logos, who we picking? What's this one? Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Yeah. All right. I have two. I need to look at their uniforms right now. Okay. Give us, give us a uni review. Okay. First we're doing Aston Villa. Uh, okay. That's boring. Oh, those are boring. No, okay. No, no. So they're out. All right. Norwich City. <laughs> Norwich City uniforms. <laughs> they kind of look like the Oregon uniforms. <laughs> Oregon. Oh my God. Oregon. 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 Origami. <laughs> What's, uh, it looks too much. Let, let me see Southampton here. And this is Sarah doing that soccer. (laughs) Also, we got invited to go to a Revs game by their social media team. So we will be going back to doing that soccer here in the near future. Hell yeah. So stay tuned for that. I would, I wish that we could afford season tickets because that would be dope. (laughs) Okay. I think I figured out what I want. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know. The suspense is killing me. Burnley FC is that what yeah. it is Burnley okay. okay is that what we're going with yeah I like their uniforms I like the color right. scheme cool <laughs> all right they're, and they're not like outrageously great so that'll be good for you and there we go Perfect. so um Sarah if you we we're gonna start getting you into soccer I need you to turn your ESPN notifications on for Burnley <laughs> hell okay, yeah i'll literally do that right now i'm gonna start getting on i'm like what the fuck is this who is burnley <laughs> and you're just what? gonna be like tweeting about it and people are gonna be like where the fuck did this come from and just hashtag doing that <laughs> soccer at the end of everything i feel like that's like what i basically did when i started tweeting about lacrosse just out of nowhere i was like always making these lacrosse he's like what what is this coming from and you <laughs> shut the fuck up about baseball and now you're live tweeting some game and no one there we go what you're talking there we about. go Amazing. I'll get you a jersey for Christmas. Oh my God. I can't wait. (laughs) I will get you a jersey for Christmas. Fantastic. Um, All right. So I don't know about you, but Jackie Mack announced her retirement today. And I wholeheartedly cried because she is like just an OG woman in sports media. Like she Mm -hmm. crushes it. And she went to UNH, which she was one of the reasons that I decided to go to UNH because obviously I knew what I wanted to do. So I was heartbroken. How do you feel? I mean, like, I'm happy for her. Like, I hope she lives her best life in retirement, but she like, I will miss her. 
no a thousand percent and I just feel like that was one of those names that always stuck with me when I was growing up like especially the more I was getting into like sports writing sports journalism and whatnot like there's only so many like female voices in sports you can look to and especially you know in Boston media it's just like yeah. overrun by men so you really held on to those few like strong female voices that were smart like knows their shit like did not take anyone else's shit it's it's sad that's I was sad when I saw that too when I got that notification totally I mean she like quite literally paved the way for women like you and I to exist in what we do so it's like when Mm -hmm. I I mean it's it's the same when I see people I grew up watching like retire but this just means so much more because I, I mean as much as we talk about representation mattering representation absolutely matters because without people like her I never ever would have thought that this was something obtainable for me that I could do or work in or anything like that like women like her just it it just it it's so different it's so different and it really just hits home when it's like when you think about these people you grew up watching or nearing the end of their careers it's just it's surreal well can you just imagine like I don't know I feel like you and me both have dealt with our like amount of shit that it's like oh like this is tough like you really just have to keep going you can't let it get to you imagine have like what she probably had to go through like years ago to get us where we are now I don't know if I would be able to do that I don't know if I'd be able to deal with it at all no oh my god and um something you wanted to talk about this week that kind of goes towards like sticking up for women Trevor Bauer oh yeah I could just honestly I might just go off just for a minute here and Do then it. you can yeah I, go off. okay awesome actually right, I'm gonna so grab another beer while you talk because I need it okay perfect all right so obviously we all know accusations is Trevor Bauer it's not looking so great for him good I actually wrote down in our notes I titled it Trevor Bauer go to hell challenge I still firmly back that my issue with this week is now with the case like opening up in court and whatnot you have these people coming out of the fucking woodworks to go defend Trevor Bauer for God knows what reason. There is absolutely zero reason for you to go defending Trevor Bauer because one, he's not going to fucking see it. He doesn't care about you. I promise you Trevor Bauer does not care if you live or die. So just give it up. But two, the people who are going to see it are maybe your friends, your family, especially women who have been sexually assaulted and maybe didn't come forward because they're like, I don't feel like I, no one's going to believe me. And here you are like, oh, well, she's lying because she wants money, blah, blah, blah. And she's had relationships with other athletes. So fucking what? It like blows my mind. That is his defense team's like go-to. Like, well, she might be a cleat chaser. She's a cleat chaser. Why isn't she like accusing Tatis Jr. makes way more fucking money and is a way bigger celebrity than fucking Trevor Bauer? So that just further proves the point. Why would she go accusing just Trevor Bauer? And not to mention, he admitted, like, yeah, like, I knocked her unconscious, blah, blah, blah. Like, that doesn't, like, set off some alarms. They're like, well, yeah, he did that. But, like, she was hospitalized because of him. And you're still going to bat for him? Like, you're the red flag. Those people scare me. Like, it's scary how many people are going to bat for Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I mean, all all I have to say is that I think rapists defend rapists, and statistically, less than 1% of sexual assault allegations are false. So do with that information what you will. Trevor Bauer is a piece of shit. Um, I hope that he rots in jail. And 
people mm-hmm. wonder why more women don't come forward. And this is absolutely why these people have to go into fucking witness protection program and like basically ruin the rest of their lives to protect other women. And it shouldn't have to be that way. And you know what, this might be a little bit of a controversial take, but I think anyone who has that sort of experience um, will relate to me when I say this as much as I want Trevor Bauer to have the most harsh punishment possible at the same time, I don't think that that's the safest thing for current victims or future victims because it will prevent more women from coming forward with these, like with these accusations, because who wants to be that woman who has their, some star teams player put in jail for the rest of their life. I think that that would absolutely prevent women from coming forward as much as these people do deserve the harshest punishments. I think it absolutely will prevent people from coming forward, which is sad. No, I think it's definitely a slippery slope, especially with like, and you know, it's all to do with that power dynamic thing. Like Trevor Bauer knows he is, has more money. He has more power. He has more status than this woman. And on top of the fact we come to find out there was another woman from the past. I think it was in Cleveland who came out. Yep. She's like, yeah, like I have a restraining order against Trevor Bauer, but it never came public because I was so fucking terrified of him and he was threatening my life. Like the power dynamics, of the situation just makes it so, so much worse. I don't think people fully grasp that and how scary that must be. And then you have his defense, you coming at you like, oh, well, you slept with this athlete, this athlete, this athlete, then, like, the LA Times, who's just, like, completely spun it into, like, slut-shaming. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, which is it's disgusting. It's yeah. a fucking rape case. Well, and the thing is, too, is that, like, it doesn't even really, which is, this is also sad, it doesn't even really matter if you're found guilty, because, I mean, not that Kareem Hunt, like, Yeah. I mean, what happened with him? Like people like him are still allowed to make millions of dollars and play professional sports. Um, look at Ray Rice. I mean, like it's the same thing. Like these people, it doesn't really matter what they do. Oftentimes they're still allowed to make millions of dollars, which is so fucked up. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's scary. Like how, how are you supposed, I just, I think it's like, I, like you said, it's a power thing, but I also think that like when they, when athletes or people like that have these fetishes do things like that I absolutely think it's a power struggle no a thousand percent is because like you said most of the time you see them get a second chance somewhere down the road and people keep saying like oh like Trevor Bauer is never gonna play in major league baseball again like I would hope so but also I'm not so confident about that like yeah definitely not anytime upcoming in the years you know depending on his sentence who knows But I'm like, if down the line, somehow, like, he gets lucky in this, which he's a fucking rich white guy who plays baseball, the chances that he's going to some aspect is probably going to happen, and it's going to suck. I think you'd get the chance, maybe not in Major League Baseball, but definitely somewhere else down the line. Who knows when, but... Well, I mean, look at Deshaun Watson. He's over 20-something allegations against him, and people are still having the conversation if he's going to play for a team this year. Okay, see, I remember hearing a lot, because obviously, again, I don't follow football closely enough that I'm like, oh, Deshaun Watson, like, whatever. But I became familiar with his name, because I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy has new allegations every single freaking day. And then I logged onto Twitter a few weeks ago, and someone was like, oh, well, Deshaun Watson, you started. I was like, how the fuck is this guy even, like, at preseason? Like, I was very confused when I saw the whole thing. I was like, I actually went back and Googled if it was the same person. Because I was like, maybe just someone has a similar name. Like, I was very off-put by that. Yeah. 
it's it's scary it's a scary like it it's always been a scary time to be a woman but like the fact that even if someone admits to knocking you the fuck out it's still like oh well she deserved it like fuck off oh yeah it was consensual like I'm sure I'm sure this girl's like yep I absolutely consent you knocking me the fuck out and giving me brain damage no I hate the guys who were like, well, like maybe she liked it. Maybe she had a fetish too. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. This like, shut yeah, like, up. Those people are the ones that like really scare you. Cause it's like, okay, you seem to not understand the difference between like a fetish where both people are on board. Like they're Consent. Set- no one's like, please knock me unconscious and make me like hospitalized. And then I have to go and be like, I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I'm traumatized. I'm waking up. I don't know what's going on. Not one person wants that. I promise you. Tell me you're a walking red flag without telling me you're a walking red flag. Seriously, a lot of people have been telling on themselves and it is fascinating to just watch them undo it all. Yep. On to a happier note. I don't know about you, (laughs) but I have a ton of tweets of the week. Do you have any? I have literally here you go first I have to pull mine up I have so many I'll start with one from today so today I tweeted I miss my mom right because she's so far and I started like getting reined in with these messages about oh yeah I miss my mom too she died a couple years ago or whatever and I was like oh my God, all of these people are tweeting me about their dead parents. So I put out another tweet and I was like, my mom's not dead. She's just really far away. I'm really sorry for all your losses. And now people are still messaging me about their dead parents and all of these sob stories. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I really did that. Um, but I think I have like five more because this week was this week was like actually insane. So last Wednesday, I tweeted, I've never been thankful to have allergies until I found out I'm allergic to Smirnoff ice. And some guy tweeted me and he goes, she got iced and woke up at Popeye's. And I thought that was what? Yes. Um, yes, because one Smirnoff (laughs) ice will either one, get me so drunk that I will wake up at a Popeye's or two, this guy thinks that anaphylaxis just makes you black out, which <laughs> both are concerned. Uh, both are a very concerning thought process. And I don't know which one is worse. Um, and then a guy named Wesley messaged me and said, this is a part in my take dumb question for girls. Ignore it. If it's too dumb, do girls ever put band-aids on nipples instead of pasties? I know guys do it for running i'm not even sure how it came up today and i'm still waiting on apple so i can listen to your podcast um (laughs) yeah you and me both right um i don't know about band-aids i would assume so sarah have you ever used band-aids i did that this weekend actually (laughs) okay perfect so that answers wesley's question there you go wesley and um that is woman's planning with sarah another man tweeted me i have this is the weirdest tweet of the week it's not the funniest just the weirdest I tell my wife she has a stinky butt all the time. <laughs> they tweeted this at you? Yep. What was the context? Like, was it a response to something? I nope. don't know. Um, someone named Steven has been messaging me since July 14th. I got one message that said, that booty, nice dough, question mark. Another one two days later, you're so, so delicious. Show that butt off. Sheesh. Another one that day, heart eye emoji, two hearts. Um, 
a few days later, he slid up on my story and said, fuck. And then a few days later, he goes, show off that butt, man. And then a few days later, he goes, show me. So shout out to that show guy. Show me. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, next, I told you this week was nuts. And oh, know, this one is stacked. This one is for you. Um, was on Hinge this week, just scrolling through my matches. Someone messaged me okay. and said a few things. One, fan of the pod. I have been recognized. Hell yes. Two, <laughs> completely agree with you on people blaming Heim. Had an argument with my stepdad about it today. So we're getting recognized on dating apps. Go us. Um, oh, and then I have two more. Um, someone on okay. Hinge also messaged me and responded to one of my photos and said, um, I look like I belong in a middle budget horror movie. And then my last one, which is my absolute favorite of the week was I got, I don't know if you saw this the other night, I got in a huge fight with this guy on Twitter who was the first person I've ever blocked. And he was like, women don't know football, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you sound like you have a tiny dick. And we kept fighting. And then he tweeted my job that I said that and just kept saying really like stupid misogynistic shit to me. So I blocked him and he decided to slide in my Instagram DM because he couldn't no longer reach me on Twitter. I'm going to read you verbatim what he said in one message. And then a day later, what he said in the other one, which is my actual favorite thing I've ever heard. So verbatim, I am not stupid. This is actually just what he said. You and I still can, but all bro, you are so mentally weak. I could have said you don't have a very good body and you're built like SpongeBob, but I didn't. I could have said that your teeth are effed, but I didn't. All I said is that your takes are bad. Get over yourself and do some research. Sorry you can dish it out, but can't take it. Jesus, get a new profession or something. My God. First of all, what he responded to wasn't a take. It was a fact. And then he decided to say, yeah, I could have been a sports writer if I wanted. That's like saying I could have gone pro when you like tore your ACL in high school. Anyways, he follows it up and he he responds to those pictures I posted trying to pick an outfit for my event. And he goes, built like a goddamn refrigerator mic drop okay i saw that one i (laughs) I that is my favorite insult ever built like a goddamn refrigerator i think Um, it's a crush on you from what it sounds like you know what i my mom always told me the boys that are mean to you like you and you know i i'm just gonna leave it at that i think that he might have a crush on me i don't know men are always scared of women in sports and i love it Sorry, that was like a mouthful <laughs> and a lot. I just really enjoyed my tweets and DMs this week. I, I really got a kick out of some of them, especially the built like a goddamn refrigerator and got iced and woke up at Popeye's. Those were just like <laughs> phenomenal. And the, I tell my wife she has a stinky butt all the time. Yeah, I'm still kind of confused about that one. <laughs> like that is so funny. <laughs> Sarah, what do you have for tweets of the week? I didn't have a very eventful week. People were actually pretty like, nice and normal although Good for you. the only time I run into some issues was as everyone knows I lost my vaccine card a couple Again. times yes couple I have I found it though yesterday or two days ago I think it was yesterday either way I have it again whatever long story short but last week I tweeted hi has anyone else in Massachusetts lost their vaccination card and have been able to access their vaccine records online because I needed them for last weekend for the PLL I'm going insane why is it so hard someone responds and mind you this guy like I ended up just blocking him because he always has something to say about everything I do just to the point like oh well why did you do that like blah, blah, blah. I was just so fucking sick of it 
And he goes to me, I mean, why is it so hard to secure a Vax card in a wallet? And I said, well, it doesn't fit in the wallet. That was the thing. So it was floating around my bag and I'm not the most organized person. So I ended up losing it twice. And he's like, sounds like that's a you problem. And I was like, okay, you are no help. I was asking for help. If you don't have any offer me, you can just not speak. And then he goes, he goes, I'm just going to say you're being rude because you don't like your dad and you're taking out on me as a man. <laughs> what? I was like, buddy, I was just asking how I can access my fucking health records. And you're like, also, well, clearly you, you have daddy issues. I was like, I just wanted to know. And you're being rude for no reason. Like if you have nothing nice to say, and especially in something like there is no reason for you to respond saying that. You think I don't know. I should have lost my fucking vaccine card. <laughs> you think I didn't know that? Also, newsflash, and- designers hate women and never give us pockets or big wallets anyway. No. I was like, all right, pal, whatever. So I just ended up blocking him. And then, of course, he made. I think he made some follow-up tweet like, oh, this girl blocked me because she can't. T-. I was like, you're like telling me a daddy issues because I was like, hey can't find my vaccine card what's an alternative so i can access it online because i need it and you all of a sudden like (laughs) sounds like he has daddy issues seriously or mommy issues i don't know what his problem is but it's no longer my issue so good luck anthony dion (laughs) uh last night i tweeted (laughs) uh, anthony dion 03 go fuck yourself suck my dick (laughs) last night i tweeted omg i found my vaccine card lol Someone responds, Joey B, Yankee fan Joey. I have mine in my wallet right now. I'm craving Reese's PCs right about now. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that was just it. <laughs> I honestly retweeted it because I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a follow-up to something else. I was like, I don't know what the Reese's PCs, but it just made me laugh so hard. I think I was just so overtired, but there was like <laughs> tears strolling down my face. Built like a goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> Yankees fans are always so weird. Like, why are you guys always fucking like on crack? They just like to fight, not just Yankees fan generals, but just anyone really. I feel like they, especially on Twitter, just love to fight about anything. Anything they could find, like, I'm going to be angry today, and this is what it's going to be about. Quesadillas. I think men just like to get into pissing contests with each other. Like, could you imagine girls on it? They love to be angry. The power struggle, but could you imagine girls dead ass getting in a fight over like, a, like your capability to be addicted to quesadillas? Because honestly, I there is not a single girl that I know that would be like, no, I'm more addicted to quesadillas or my lactose intolerance. Like, no, like absolutely not. I mean, we could start being like that <laughs> if we, we really fighting? wanted to, just stand our ground. Should we just start yeah. fighting with each other for the fuck of it? Yeah, that's a whole segment. I was just fighting. Force oh my God. fights. <laughs> I'm going to start like fighting with you on Twitter about just dumb shit. Whenever you tweet something, I'm going to be like, you're fucking stupid. From Porking Chaz. So this is why you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. So this is why you're wrong. You didn't consider this context. Oh, actually, I completely missed my favorite tweet of the week. Actually, it was when I got people were yelling at, well, just that one specific guy. When I was like, oh, I don't know anything about my car. I don't know the make and model, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why is he expecting me to know the model in my car? Like joking, because obviously I'm taking a jab at myself because why the fuck do I not know the model of my car? He's like, oh, 
you're so entitled. This mechanic makes $15 an hour, like blah, 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 all this stuff. And he, I was like, dude, it was a joke. Like I'm making fun of myself. And an actual mechanic responds like, you think I make $15 an hour? <laughs> and then he was like, where I'm from? Yes, they make 13 to 40. He's like, dude, I make more money than that. And I was like, I think it was just a joke, man. And he's like, no, this is what happens when people get attention too much. She'll say just anything. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know about cars. I'm sorry that never came up when I was growing up. And I'm sorry that offends you. And you're like hypothetical mechanic, even though here's a mechanic in the replies be like, what are you saying? <laughs> I think I'm just it gonna was start wild. I was like, I can't do anything. I'm just gonna start tweeting you from Porking Chaz. You must have daddy issues about everything. Me but like bitching about like baseball or something. It's because you have daddy issues. I'm just gonna be like <laughs> daddy issues. That's the answer to everything wrong with Sarah is that she just has daddy issues, even though that's not true. That's really me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, my dad's on Twitter. Do you want me to tag him right now? Get him in on this conversation about vaccine cards. <laughs> Amazing. I could well I could do it <laughs> you could that would you honestly like Sarah's dad should be more vocal on Twitter Mr. Griffin get involved <laughs> get him involved Mr. Griffin <laughs> that's gonna be a new segment Mr. Griffin gets involved um but <laughs> do you have any closing remarks um yes and it is that I'm a barb that's my closing remark. <laughs> more like a bitch <laughs> Anyways, my closing remark is that if you are still listening, you absolutely have to listen next week because we have some, actually I have goosebumps, some huge news coming your way <laughs> next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a very exciting football season, if I do say so myself. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Kendra Middleton and on Twitter, Kenny with an I Middleton. Sarah, where can the people find you? on twitter and instagram they're both skg underscore 18 thanks so much for listening keep on sipping and we'll see you next week y'all dress game like science girl you all plus no minus wake up in the morning check the time and then the vibes move peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh tell them no free sample if they ever want to try gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice that's the truth only tell the truth what the hell you do you got that juice fresh squeeze too cute i can tell you new and it ain't just you girl it ain't just you it's your whole damn crew got the haters on mute because they love that view keep looking at you ain't nothing new this is not their world they know you run the city every town every borough they know you keep it real keep it classy keep it thorough when sundays are for the boys the saturdays for the girls get them girl get them Cause this is not their world They know you run the city Every town, every borough They know you keep it real Keep it classy, keep it thorough When Sundays are for the boys When Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl uh. <laughs> It's Saturday, y'all uh. Saturdays in Celsius <laughs> With your hosts Kendra and Sarah Uh Y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh-huh.